Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 125 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we uh, conclude our study of this week's Come and Follow Me materials. We are studying uh, in Chapter 20, um, April the 25th to May the 1st. In Exodus chapters 21 and 31 to 34, and we're going to conclude with uh, Exodus 34 today, uh, where the Lord now uh, renews his covenant with Israel. Uh, But this time, as Moses, when he came down from the Mount Sinai with the tablets containing the law, uh, he uh, they, they were broken. And so the Lord directs Moses to write upon. uh, Well, he he says that uh, he will write upon new tablets. Uh, which will contain the law. And we know that there is a difference between the two because we read in the Joseph Smith translation of Exodus 34, I will write upon them also the words of the law according as they were written at first on the tables which thou breakest, but it shall not be according to the first, for I will take away the priesthood out of their midst. Therefore my holy order and the ordinances thereof shall not go before them, for my presence shall not go up in their midst, lest I destroy them. But I will give unto them the law as at first, but it shall be after the law of a carnal commandment. For I have sworn in my wrath that they shall not enter into my presence, into my rest in the days of their pilgrimage. Therefore do as I commanded thee. So the three clear things that are different uh, between the first tablets which Moses received and the next tab- and these ones was that the Melchizedek priesthood was to be taken away from the people in general. Um, the ordinances of that Melchizedek priesthood wouldn't be available in that case. And that the higher laws and ordinances were to be replaced by a lesser a lesser law in inverted commas. Now remember that all of these laws and all these ordinances point towards the saviour, and that ultimately was what was important. Um, and the people who lived at the time of Moses, who didn't have access to the ordinances of the Melchizedek priesthood, they still can qualify for eternal exaltation, uh, as they have lived the law that they received. Um, but of course, they were not able to receive the greater blessings uh, during their sojourn in the wilderness that they could have had. Uh, and I suppose that is the key message here, is that as we learn and as we develop and progress in the gospel, uh, we ought to live our covenants. We need to make sure we reckon, remember them. And when we fall short of keeping them, which we all will do, that we come to the sacrament table with that repentant heart um, in communication with our Heavenly Father and begin again. Um, and that is, you know, something that we ought to do for the rest of our, our lives, not just in this life, but in the life to come as well, that we strive to become better, to change, to develop. Um, and of course, the Lord is gracious and merciful and long-suffering and full of goodness and truth. Uh, Elder Dietrich Fuchdorf taught, I quote, our heavenly our father in heaven's love for us, his children surpasses by far our ability to comprehend. Does this mean that God condones or overlooks behaviors that run contrary to his commands? No, definitely not. But he wants to us. He wants to change more than just our behavior behaviors. He wants to change our very natures. He wants to change our hearts. He wants us to reach out and take firm hold of the iron rod, confront our fears and bravely step forward and upward along the straight and narrow path. He wants this for us because he loves us and because this is the way to happiness, close quote. <clears throat> so 
this is um, clearly uh, a great message here, which we have a direction to change and to, to, to develop. And this is ultimately what he wanted for the children of Israel as well. Uh, and it was decided by him um, that this would be the best way uh, for them to develop and change and become closer to him. Um, we then go forward uh, into Exodus 34, and the Lord gives further instructions regarding different feasts and um, different sacrifices that take place, um, and referring to the sacrament, uh, to the Sabbath as well. Um, and along the way, we also read, and um, after the instructions given by the Lord to Moses, he returns to the children of Israel comes down from Mount Sinai with two tables of testimony. Uh, and he, as he does so, as he has come out of the presence of the Lord, it says in verse 29, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. So Moses basically does, doesn't, doesn't realise, but his um, countenance, his um, his face uh, is, is shining from the glory which he has been receiving uh, over the last 40 days and 40 nights, again, which he went up to Sinai to receive these tablets. Um, and it's radiating, and it's so intense that the people are afraid. In verse 30, it says, And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh, to, to, to come nigh him. Um, his example shone. Um, and whilst we shouldn't try and scare people with, uh, with our countenance and our, and our example, it's something which should shine uh, before us. Um, Sister Elaine S. Dalton taught, quote, Can one righteous young woman, young woman change the world? The answer is a resounding yes. You have the Holy Ghost as your guide, and he will show you all things you should do. It is the daily consistent things you do that will strengthen you to be a leader and an, and an example. Daily prayer, daily scripture study, daily obedience, daily service to others. As you do these things, you will grow closer to the Saviour and become more and more like him. Like Moses and Abinadi and other faithful leaders, your face will glow with the fire of your faith. Have you received his image in your countenances? Arise and shine forth. Close quote. And of course, I suggest that this, um, this brilliant quote by Sister Dalton doesn't just apply to your woman, who she was addressing at the time, uh, but to all of us, all disciples of Christ, who seek to receive his, our image, in our image, his countenance, um, so that we may be a true representative, a true example uh, of our sa of, of what our Saviour would do in certain times and circumstances that we are in. Um, so because of this, uh, Moses then uh, puts a veil over his face uh, so that, um, that he is able to come nigh to them. Um, and he speaks to them and he tells them uh, about what the Lord has, has spoken uh, and so that they can now begin to live uh, these ordinances and walk in the paths of the Lord so that they can stay close to that to they can move closer to to their redeemer who of course we know to be our savior Jesus Christ um thank you so much uh, for listening today thank you so much for sharing our study with us this week uh, as always tomorrow we will have our Monday episode where we discuss any comments on the Facebook group so please do if you have studied anything in, in regards to come follow me or um, anything else, to be fair, uh, that you've studied that you want to share, please share it on the Facebook group or comment on any of the posts that go on there each, generally each day. 
would be great to hear from you. Also, you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com to share uh, insights in what you've studied or any feedback about the podcast. But I'd love to hear kind of what you enjoy and what you'd love to hear more from on the podcast. So please do um, get in touch. Thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again.